1: Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of A Whole Mood. I'm going to tell y'all, last week, I was going through hell. Let me tell y'all what happened. Y'all know I got my wisdom tooth pulled like the last two weeks, but last week, I got COVID and I could not go into work, so that was like my second week out of work. In the midst of me having COVID, going through cold sweats, all of these things, the symptoms, you name it, although it wasn't that bad, it's the first time I had COVID, or the first time I believe I've had COVID, but... I got like four emails from Wells Fargo saying, we're about to close your account. And I'm like, why y'all about to close my account? So I'm calling like customer service and I'm like, wait a minute, what is this? Y'all about to close my account. Y'all saying that my shit is fraudulent. No, 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 no. So it was like, yeah. So a check that you had deposited, turns out the check was a counterfeit or uh, it was like altered. That's what they said. Quote unquote, it was altered. So backstory, I've been waiting on my security deposit from my old landlord since November, and they finally sent me my check the week before last. And so when I deposited my check, Saturday came Monday, I saw like the deposit in my account, and then that's when I found out I had COVID, and then I took a quick little nap, and I was sweating and everything in my room, but I was still kind of cold at the end of the day, and then I got them emails, do y'all know, I got my ass up? and I got on customer service and I was in Wells Fargo spreading COVID everywhere because they was not about to close down my accounts and pull a Wendy Williams on my ass. Oh, no, no, no. Ain't nothing fraudulent about this here. And when I was on the phone with them, they was like, yeah, we can't give you this money. I was like, y'all gave me the money. And now I'm like overdrafted like so much doggone money because I was paying bills with that money. I was waiting for that money. I had to wait all of last week for me to get my money. And finally, Wells Fargo, I guess they came to their senses because I finally got my money today. So I started paying said bills uh, again. So we back. But we back with Chase Bank, bitch. I'm moving on from Wells Fargo. (laughs) So we carry on. And so this week, we're going to talk about being good. (laughs) Being good in lieu of Good Friday, okay? So I actually have an impeccable, uh, just two (laughs) great people in my life, okay? First being a great friend of mine I met through my last employer, and then I met this friend through this said friend that I met in my last employer. So Frankie, we worked together. We were both <laughs> around like the same coordinator level, and we was kind of like, "Oh my god, when are we gonna grow?" Blah blah blah. Listen and that. And then from there, we formed a very strong bond and friendship. She had mm-hmm. me at Carol's daughter. Now, <laughs> just a white, just a white chocolate flavor, y'all. But she knew who Carol's daughter was. <laughs> and from there, I was like. See, she be knowing, she be knowing. <laughs> and from there, I also met Danielle through a couple of like work events. Like Frankie would tag Danielle along, and then me and Danielle became friends. So I would like to also introduce Danielle.
2: Hey, what's going on?
1: <laughs> oh, no. Y'all are guests in each other's right, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. But you guys met in school, right? Yep.
3: Way back when. In kindergarten? Because mm-hmm. I didn't go to preschool there. You did. Yeah. Well, we won't give away our age, but let's say <laughs> mid-90s.
2: Let's say
1: period.
2: and Backstreet Boys were mm-hmm. the topic. <laughs> yes, Spice Girls.
3: All
1: right, and we love them. We love them over here. So the topic for this week is good in lieu of Good Friday, because... You guys have told me countless of times and every time we get on this subject, I die <laughs> laughing at your stories about being Catholic. Now, I don't know shit about being Catholic or what it means to be Catholic, but I am aware of Catholicism as a whole, only because mm-hmm. I come from a Catholic hometown. Mobile is very much a Catholic place. We do Catholic rituals Everybody reaps the benefits of Catholic practices. That is Mardi Gras, where you party your ass off and you get rid of that shit come Ash Wednesday. You don't have to be Catholic to celebrate Mardi Gras or do Mardi Gras things because pretty much those who don't know, Mardi Gras is a ritual in which you party your ass off, you get drunk, you fuck whoever who you want, and then you have to get that shit (laughs) up come Ash Wednesday. Wait a minute, hold on. I didn't hear about that one. They didn't teach us that.
2: I heard, about me. <laughs> I heard about
3: the Wednesday. I didn't hear about the, all the second parts.
1: Well, that's what they do, especially in Mobile and New Orleans. Yes.
3: Yeah. Fat Tuesday. Yes. Yeah. So the
1: first prompt we're going to ask. So what is Catholicism?
2: Ooh, I feel oh, like I'm wow. being tested. Um, you know. Danielle, you want to start? Do I want to start? Well,
3: I mean, the word means universal.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah
3: lowercase word but the uppercase i guess it's a sect of christianity the main Mm -hmm. difference is protestant and and catholicism so if you're not catholic you're protestant it's the oldest christian religion i believe and we grew up specifically roman catholic so not greek orthodox
1: so what is the difference
2: you're asking about stuff that we learned many moons ago and
3: (laughs) to be fair probably never really learned it's also like a i like to say i grew up culturally catholic too because we went to school, all of my friends were Catholic. The only time I met people who weren't yeah. was in sports, and I was the weird one. And actually, Danielle and I did a lot of sports together. We'd be the weird ones that would show up with yeah. Ash Wednesday ashes, <laughs> and everyone would ask, and I'm eight. it's I'm eight. I don't know what to tell yeah, you. Yeah,
2: they're like, why are you playing in the mud?
3: Yes. <laughs> and then there's various sacraments that you can have. Probably going Just too mean. deep here now.
1: No, I would yeah. like to know all of this. You, this so the, is literally Catholic for Dummies. Yes, you okay. We teacher. might not be the best ones. Yes. Uh, the first, <laughs>
3: <laughs> the first sacrament is baptism. So okay. you got to get that one, or you might go so, go to the bad place. But and I what is there a hell is. in Catholicism? Yes, there is, yeah. and purgatory.
2: I would be there. No. <laughs> For, a heaven. for their beliefs, I guess. Yes.
3: Mm-hmm. There's a heaven, <laughs> there's a hell, and there's a purgatory. And then the way that um, sins work, because we're all about the sinning, right? That's a very mm-hmm. big part of Catholicism, I believe, because mm-hmm. so much is about sinning and then being forgiven for sins,
2: mm-hmm. knowing mm-hmm.
3: everyone's sins. It's menial and mortal, right? Yes.
2: So yeah. menial
3: is like you lied to your mom. Yeah, mortal like, is you killed oh, your mom.
2: Right.
1: <laughs> Got it. Okay. Those
3: ones aren't as forgivable.
1: <laughs> oh, so mortal sins, you can't necessarily be forgiven, but you still have to tell. Whereas I'm medial Googling sins right now. you could pray yeah.
2: away. <laughs> it's
3: also we use the the Ten Commandments.
1: Those are like the core rules that you're supposed mm-hmm. to follow. We yeah. also
3: have a catechism, which I believe is strictly Catholic. I used to have one up here. It kind of has a list of do's and don'ts
1: And just a reminder guys Because we did a Christianity episode And we talked about The benefits, also the contradictions And the Mm -hmm. times where we were Either burned by Christianity So here's for Catholicism So that's pretty much where we're coming at With this, yeah So with that said, what are common beliefs Of someone who is Catholic
2: Wow,
3: honestly I don't even know (laughs) <laughs> yes. Well, they believe
1: the Mother Mary. They praise the Mother Mary. That's a common Jesus, misconception, right? I would say. Okay,
3: but we revere. I'm saying we. You can never un-Catholic yourself. You just can't. It's not possible. You can try. It's not going to work.
2: <laughs> it stays with you forever.
3: <laughs> yes, the
2: guilt stays. That, forever.
3: Yeah, the Catholic <laughs> guilt. You can be lapsed, but that just means you're going to come back sometime.
2: People always go back mm-hmm. when they're getting married. You know? Yes.
3: So Mary is a very important one. And so the thing with sin is original sin. Everyone is born with original sin. The reason okay. Mary was chosen, well, this is what Catholics believe, obviously,
0: mm-hmm. is
3: because she never had original sin. And so this is actually one of my biggest pet peeves in, in pop culture, when people say okay. immaculate conception, and I will state it here for everyone. It does not mean that you had a baby without having sex has nothing to do with that it signifies mary being chosen to give birth to jesus without ever having original sin her getting pregnant and not having sex obviously impossible Mm -hmm. that's called the virgin birth just a common misconception there that always bothers me in movies unlike they did not have someone who grew up catholic on this set
1: (laughs) well the the virgin birth sounds painful i mean
3: (laughs) especially yeah. back then i mean and no too. inns would take her the inns were full yeah. they had travel and then three mm-hmm. random men showed up with gifts yeah. gifts that
1: did what an animal mm-hmm.
3: frankincense duh danielle do not remember that hello
2: no, i know i just mean like <laughs> what good are these gifts like what? <laughs>
3: what's frankincense
2: gonna do you a lady some diapers i mean my god <laughs>
3: I would say to another, like, big difference is, and Danielle, feel free to give your opinion. Catholics are notorious for not really reading the Bible. It was more all parables and stories, quote unquote stories, not necessarily exactly happened in the way that it was written, but to get the point across. So you hear scripture at Mass I don't think there's as many Bible studies or or talking about that stuff. It's kind of written
2: in a way that leaves a lot to interpretation, which Mm -hmm. leads to issues sometimes, for sure.
3: Just like the whole, the Lent and giving up meat thing, that's been changed so many times that it doesn't, the meaning isn't even there anymore for what it is supposed to signify. Right. It's supposed to signify you gave up meat because meat was a delicacy and fish, that was easy.
0: So now when we give
3: up meat, people go out to see food dinners. That's, that's kind of defeating the purpose. I mean, now I just eat meat every day.
2: So (laughs) whatever.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I remember you said that where you said the common misconception about Good Friday or eating fish on Fridays is simply because Mm -hmm. fish was the common food back in the day. And now people use it like I'm going to go get lobster yeah. at the yeah. high-end restaurant. And it kind of defeats the purpose of the whole ritual as a you whole. You didn't
3: have chicken, which is cheap. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and the whole giving up something, you know, for 40 days. It's it's like 47 or 48. They're not including Sundays in those 40 days. Right. I'm pretty sure Jesus was still walking on the Sunday yeah i always gave up diet coke which if anyone knows me now would be insanity yes. but i did it i did it That i would make wow. it wow
1: when did you do that
3: <sighs> back in the day not gonna reveal my age okay. <laughs> <laughs> or like candy you know you'd give up candies but yeah the, the people who couldn't hang would do oh i'm gonna give up monday to saturday and then i'll have a treat on sunday because Fridays right. doesn't count sunday well then yeah. get out of here Mm. or the ones who would fake it and they would be like I'm just gonna do an extra deed today throughout Lent no 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 no
1: well Danielle to your point where you were saying that there were like some common misconceptions based on how open for interpretation the Bible or whatever have you is I also think just like Christianity Catholicism definitely owns some errors when it comes to uh, abuse of power. I think abuse of power also comes into play when it comes to people who practice, when it comes to when they're confessing and these people are learning the confessions and they know people's lies and truths or whatever. So with that said, do you have a Catholic background that spans past you? And if so, what was that like growing up in that?
2: Oh, definitely. I'm part Filipino and (laughs) being colonized by Spain and everything. So definitely Catholicism is deep in my mom's family to the point where like when my grandma would come to mass with us at our Catholic church, she would leave upset. Because she was like, there's too much music. This is too happy. People need to be serious. We have to be praying right now, not singing. There's too many instruments. And it was like, "Like yeah. I thought the mass was boring. And she's just like, why is it in English? There's too much singing. It's just like the same comments every time.
1: What was her expectation of mass?
2: She, yeah, she wanted it in Latin. Instead of being sung, she wanted it just said like proclaimed. <laughs> like with my mom, she still goes to mass every week. So does my dad. Like when I was growing up and my parents would force me to go to mass, we'd get off in the morning and come on, get up. We're going to we're going to church. She'd be falling asleep. And I'd be nudging her. I'm like, if I have to be awake for this, so do you
0: <laughs> to the point
2: where I mean I was really like nudging her and she was like, stop yeah. it. I'm like, you're too loud. This is embarrassing.
3: (laughs) Was that the 6.30 a.m.? 8 a.m., yeah.
2: That's
3: classic, baby, right there. That's the classic time.
2: Yeah, so Mm, people there, hearing my mom, like, scolding me for nudging her to stay awake for the mass that I didn't even want to be at. That was her idea for us, like, you're going to go and you're just going to like it. Or if you don't like it too bad, you're going to sit there. Doesn't matter. That's life, baby. Right.
1: Whoa. So what would you say, Frankie, your background in um, Catholic?
3: Both my parents grew up Catholic. I mean, that helps them get married because interfaith relationships are much more difficult. My dad still goes every week. My mom's mom went every single day except Saturday. And even without her husband, her husband grew up Protestant. So that was kind of scandalous in 1950 everyone i knew
1: is there like a guilt in talking oh, about your experience in being catholic
3: i mean i personally i feel guilty sometimes
2: <laughs>
1: why
2: <laughs> like talking about it or you feel guilty in general both
3: <laughs> since i would say i'm no longer i don't practice i'd probably mm-hmm. say i'm agnostic so I think that I feel guilty sometimes about that for Mm -hmm. no real reason I don't want to be married so I don't need to to do it for that I don't need to have kids and, and have them grow up in that there's I still have a what I would consider a good conscience without religion so
1: okay so when you guys were practicing what were your favorite things as far as being Catholic.
2: My favorite thing, communion. Because you just felt <laughs> cool, like, taking the goblet of wine and taking your sip and you're like, and your stale wafer. It's just, like, <laughs> <Yes>. giving. <laughs> and honestly, like, altar serving, which was, is, like, kind of a strange concept. But, like, that was mostly fun because you got to, like, pick days and times to do that with your friend i.e. Frankie at the 630 yeah. mass. When we got trouble for talking. <Yeah>. So
3: <laughs> Cause it has to be boring, remember that.
2: Yes.
1: So it cannot be fun.
2: No. No, that's a sin. The priest could talk <laughs> about really. football, but we couldn't <laughs> talk about school.
1: Wow. Okay. Frankie, what would you say your favorite things would be?
2: Uh
1: I just keep thinking about that story. You dropping the holy water.
2: Oh,
3: oh my god! (laughs) And that's coming up because it was around. Okay, a holy water. We'll let it. Yeah. I'll, yeah, I forgot about that Though there were a lot of good times Like when one of my friends was altar serving And completely fell to the ground <laughs> <laughs> Drop the candle You want to laugh, but you can't really And it's all awkward for everybody And then the priest, has to be, the priest at the end goes And we learned something today You know, we learned When you fall, you get back up <laughs> Thanks um, the donuts and coffee really hit right after.
2: Oh, that's true. My parents never wanted a <laughs> state for that, so. And I
3: had to. Required.
1: Why were you required?
3: Because my parents wanted to socialize. Oh. <laughs> that's I think, was the best part about it. It was more like community, which sounds so cheesy. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's kind of why religion exists in right. the first place. True. While I have mixed thoughts about it now, you're a child, so you don't really understand it but met a lot of cool people that I'm still friends with today. Some borderline interesting stories that I realized, (laughs) oh, other people didn't have this weird. (laughs) 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 You didn't have to wear a uniform and and have it measured. That is so crazy.
1: Mm, mm. (laughs) Yeah, that is the thing. I didn't go to Catholic school, but I know what the ruler means when it's a little too high Mm -hmm. from your Knee. Yeah, I know what that, yeah, I know all of that <laughs> stuff. So what Catholic attributes do you still adopt to date? Oh, the wine at <laughs> <laughs> um, Bread. <Yeah. laughs> Period. I, I, okay, call me Catholic then. I
3: find it's very structure. I like structure.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
3: Like Mondays I do this, Tuesdays I do this. I'm not a prayer girl. I don't read anything, really, but um, (laughs) specifically.
2: (laughs) Some of the, like, very basic general values that we learn. Treating others how you want to be treated and being honest and as good as you can be. Yeah, I think those are.
3: Yeah, and if you make a minor mistake, you know, you can say Hail Mary in Spanish or English. We learned it in (laughs) Spanish, so we can do that, too. So we've got two gods on our side. Period. Hey, <laughs> Zeus.
1: I hear that. All right. So, what are contradicting practices of Catholic people?
3: I mean, how much time you got? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what your religion can be incredibly hypocritical. I think people have very different ideals for themselves than for everybody else. And that's not just religious people. We're just
1: talking about that right now. Right. Absolutely.
3: And and things are changing, you know, like even the birth control thing. People have very different ideas on that. Same with like condoms. Abortions. Getting some hard-hitting topics here.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: Well, Uh, to be Catholic is to believe that contraception is not a thing, right? So it's like whoever's supposed to be here, they're supposed to be here.
2: Right. Mm -hmm.
1: Right.
3: But they put in, they do talk about family planning and they call it natural family planning where if you are fertile and you don't want to have a kid don't have sex obviously this has nothing to do with outside of a man and woman married relationship but i believe a pope recently talked about condoms which is Mm -hmm. a weird sentence i mean because even what 50 60 years ago definitely very different super hypocrites I mean, I would Mm -hmm. love to know everyone's dirty little secret, preaching what you are not.
1: So when did Catholicism take a turn for the worst for you?
2: Probably half the time I was at Catholic school. It was just Mm -hmm. pretty miserable. You're supposed to respect your teachers and you're just a kid. Like, how do you... What
3: did we ever do that
2: was that bad? Right. Right. That, that really required some yeah. kind of punishment at our school anyway, like one of the punishments was what they called walking the line, basically at like recess or lunch, your friends are playing, you know, on the volleyball courts or whatever, and you're literally walking the perimeter of the volleyball courts, the kickball courts, whatever, you're literally just walking on this line the entire time like you don't get to socialize with your friends you don't get to have fun and then people just are looking at you because they're like oh no like she's walking the line like she has to walk the line or whatever and just a weird punishment for like talking too much or that acting. that happened to danielle a lot oh a lot they're part of the reason my like, <laughs> calves look the way that they do okay <laughs> <laughs> they're quite frankly my best feature so thank okay. you for that <laughs>
1: Amen. And you guys mentioned that the school, it was a lot of chicanery going on when it came to embezzlement, embezzle, embezzle. There was a lot of embezzlements that was happening. Please. What was that experience like going to that <laughs> and witnessing this? And how did you guys grow up to even know that this was happening?
2: I actually found out when I was visiting Frankie in New York. My mom got <laughs> me I think an article and an email that she got from a coworker whose daughter was going to the school at the time. Shining light on this situation of the principal and the eighth grade teacher embezzling money. Yeah, Frankie and I kind of found out at the same time. It had been many years since we graduated by that time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: You know, now looking back, obviously when you graduate eighth grade, you're thirteen, fourteen. So I didn't know people would steal money like that. Well, I thought they took a vow of chastity, not chastity, oh my god, they did take a vow of chastity.
1: Because (laughs) of the nuns, right?
3: First kindergarten teacher ran away and married a priest. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that was scandalous. In a in a way better way than some other scandals. (laughs) I'm glad they found love, you know? That's fine, yes. Yes, A vow of poverty. Poverty. But actually, I think I was corrected. They don't actually take that one because depending on what nunnery you're at... So Mm -hmm. depending on your sisterhood, you have different levels. Hence why some still wear the habit and some wear normal clothes. Now, were they fashionistas? Absolutely not. No. But...
2: That the is not where the investment.
3: Let's just say they weren't spending their money at Nordstrom. It was Mervin's or Robinson's. May only you know. Looking back, there were interesting things that probably would have been a, f- a red flag to potential adults about repaying. And each year, we're not getting updated. We're not getting updated books are updated. You know, we sat on recycled paper benches. Now, mind you, <laughs> this. <laughs> Mm-hmm. What? Yes,
2: with no yes. shade in the middle yes. of Southern California.
3: So th- it's not Michigan. We weren't freezing out there, but we were burning skin damage. Yeah, <laughs> there was just a lot of things that aren't adding up. Like why couldn't we ever do certain things when we continually yeah. paid money? Maybe this
2: year we'll raise enough money, <laughs> honey. You have had the money, okay,
3: in your bank. <laughs> when you want to know what oh. happened, what well, they retired. And, yes, religions aren't taxed, but you still have to follow laws and you have to have processes in order of where's the money coming from, where's it going to, left got to equal right at some point. So when a new head of staff or whatever came in, they, they noticed there was a lot of missing things and things were, were not adding
1: up. And so I think even in movies, we always see like the strict discipline that nuns give like to students or adopted kids or whatever, the nuns. So what was that experience like when it came to going to a Catholic school and being disciplined by these teachers? I mean, teachers?
3: we were never hit. Yeah. Okay. I, I have a very vivid image in my head of like, 1950s 60s where they would slap you with a ruler or something that never occurred well at least for me I don't think I ever witnessed that but emotionally trauma dumping for sure really let's take the skirt thing for example okay I'm in eighth grade we're not buying a new skirt I'm not trying to be all cute and flirty I'm 12 we're not gonna buy a whole new skirt just because it's a little bit shorter because I'm growing don't embarrass me for that Mm-hmm. what was the point in that I don't understand what the point in so that
1: was. what would they do they would pull you aside and take the ruler to your leg what is this
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. did that ever happen to you
2: no I really didn't have that problem
3: even when I got to high school we actually weren't allowed to wear skirts anymore because it was deemed too inappropriate we have to be punished not that I'm like oh my god let me wear the skirt we have to be punished because teenage boys are disgusting I think so they would pants- look up people's no. skirts and and this is the funny thing we wore shorts instead.
2: You know how short you can get shorts? The number of times people would like roll them to get them shorter. Mm-hmm. I mean I think it was yeah. just another control thing. Child labor. Oh yeah.
3: When
0: what you what got you to 6th and 8th
3: grade, mind you, what is that 11 12 13? You got the privilege of babysitting kindergarten through 5th grade on your recess and lunch break.
2: A fucking herd of children. Oh, who don't yes. respect you and don't even know your name your name, and don't care
3: <laughs> why would they right we, you'd sit there eating your little lunch and you're in seventh grade now so you're like oh, i don't even want to go quote unquote play i just want to sit chat with my girls just sit <laughs> nope you gotta get up and go with the ball and chain You gotta go watch these little brats how come no one stepped in why is an 11 year old looking after a five-year-old <laughs>
0: every mm-hmm. day?
3: We weren't allowed to go to the bathroom during (laughs) a regular school day. Actually, no, this was just me.
2: This was just you because you had to go to the bathroom like every 20 minutes. My
3: mom had to write a note (laughs) to say that I go to the bathroom at recess and lunch and she still needs to go. You're going to have to let her go. I mean, what about my bowels? Okay, but
2: why were they so overactive? I
3: drink a lot of water.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: So one common thing as far as like abuse and power, we talked about the nuns. Why is it that it's like this common thing where it's like fathers molesting boys? Why is that a thing in the Catholic world?
3: I have a theory. I, I don't know how you could scientifically prove any of this, but for men who are pedophiles, will gravitate towards a job, an institution that puts you in front of children. And people will automatically believe because you are seen as a person of power in the church, no matter what. That's going to gravitate towards that. I think if they changed it so that married men could be priests, not that married men can't do that, but, and don't do it daily. But I think that would be a big difference in that. They would just abuse power in, in other ways. Yeah. Recent stories that's come out too. I know there's a whole like, Netflix documentary about nuns in Spain, I believe. Priests, of course. I mean, that's that's an everyday thing. There was a documentary called The Keepers, which was really good about priests in the 60s in Baltimore, which is a very historically Catholic city too, that most likely murdered a, a, a nun who was a young nun that the high school girls loved. And they told the nun about, all of the abuse and she was murdered for Mm. finding out she was gonna she was gonna tell people that only came out very recently I think it's unlimited access to children no checks and balances you're seen as a religious figure so I mean even thinking now like the amount of times I was alone with a grown man yeah you know like I wasn't even thinking of those things because you're seven of like how inappropriate that is
1: how does the Catholic community look at like the LGBTQ community? Are they more accepting now or do they have they always shun away this idea of same-sex relationships?
2: <laughs> when they're doing their best, they're still not great. Still not great <laughs> and <laughs> avoiding acknowledging it. Really? Mm-hmm. Like they'd rather just ignore that it's there than than have to figure out how to like how how avoid yeah
3: hate the sin love the sinner type thing mm-hmm. where they're like we don't agree with same-sex relationships but you know we still love that person it's yeah like, I don't I, I think you need to do a little better than that
2: right it's like because it, it's very much the belief of like that's fine for them I just don't want to see it like yeah that idea I felt a little rebellious when we were going through confirmation because the sponsor that I picked was my cousin Earl, who's gay. Like no one really like asked me about it or talked to me about it or talked to him about it. People would kinda glance over and like they'd wonder, but they didn't want to bring it up. They didn't want to acknowledge it.
1: And so what does that mean when you have a sponsor? We should talk
2: about confirmation
3: too. This is not Alcoholics Anonymous. Commonly confused with <laughs> with catholicism though um (laughs) confirmation so you have baptism when you're born right after reconciliation which is
2: you like confess your sins confession yeah
3: the but the sacrament's called um reconciliation right and then you have communion which is where you go up and you get the bread and wine and i say that in quotation marks because catholics believe in the consecration where the prayers are happening that you are literally ingesting Jesus' body and blood. That's kind of the point. So you're, you know, as one. And then you have confirmation, which used to be in like, it would happen at the same time as communion. So you're about nine. They've moved it back years on end now. And that's where you're supposed to basically confirm your, that you're going to continue in the Catholic faith. (laughs) And then The others, so yeah, ironic, right? You can't have the one, what is it, where you become a priest or a nun and then also have the marriage one that doesn't really go hand in hand. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm.
3: (laughs) it's like So you
1: can't be married as a priest or a nun? No. No. And you definitely can't marry internally.
3: What do you mean internally?
1: Like a priest can't marry someone within the church or the establishment.
3: Oh, no, no, no. They can't marry
2: anyone. No, yeah, they can't get married. They can't get married. They
1: they take a vow of chastity. Yeah. Oh, so why is that important? Takes away from their focus Mm -hmm. with God.
3: The whole point is that they're supposed to be, because technically matrimony is a vow. Okay, it's called holy orders. We would liken it to you're married to God. That's what they would say. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah. So the scandal was that they (laughs) ran away from God to marry each other the the kindergarten teacher and the priest
2: the priest was doing that because the Mm -hmm. teacher wasn't she was just a teacher she was
3: just
1: oh okay oh you
3: want to know the joke have you heard the joke about lay people in order to know who a lay person is it means they're allowed to get laid (laughs) so a priest is not a lay person they're Mm -hmm. in the holy order none no me yes lay Mm -hmm.
2: person (laughs) Maybe also
3: yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then the last one is anointing mm-hmm. of the sick, which that's last rites. So what does
1: that mean? If you're,
3: it's really given to you know if you're in the hospital and someone grew up Catholic, they know like th- this is like a last blessing before you pass.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, so story on the day or the moment you decide to walk away from Catholicism.
3: It wasn't a sprint yeah okay it just, it just it's kind of like a rolling life, i feel like people generally across the board you know mid-20s into your 20s you know you go to college and i didn't go to a religious college so mm-hmm. there was no
1: practices no rituals no math yeah,
3: basically so you just kind of go wild and mm-hmm. you come back to it as danielle was saying when you're like oh wait i'm getting married i should do this again
1: Oh, okay.
3: And I remember them telling us that in high school, they're like, "Mm, a lot of you'll go and then you'll come back or, or whatnot. Because I don't have a reason to necessarily go right now. I don't have a, I don't feel a calling. And I think a lot of these scandals we've been talking about have kind of tarnished any reason for me to go. (laughs) That's how it was for me. But there wasn't like a day where I went, okay, today's the day. Got it. But you'll never catch me wearing a rosary because that's sacrilegious.
2: Yeah, you're not supposed to wear this.
3: <laughs> it, is a, it is a prayer bead, not a necklace.
2: It's meant to be held,
3: <laughs> not worn. PSA.
2: <laughs> Danielle, what about you? Certainly happened over a period of time, probably over like many, many years. It started as feeling exhausted, having to go to mass every week while also going to mass at school, like having to be pushed into doing it. Made me want to do it less. I don't like being pushed into doing anything, really. So anyone who's going to push me into something, like I'm definitely not doing it. By the time I could choose, I was like, I'm okay.
1: And so, what is with the all the praying to the different gods? So you have Saint Anne. Oh no, 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 have, no, no, no! Wow, no, they're not gods. <laughs> the they're angels, saints.
2: God. they're saints. It's saints.
1: Okay.
3: <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> You've triggered our flight or flight.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs>
2: He has messengers. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> he
1: can't it. do
3: it all. He cannot so, do it but all. But you
1: pray to these saints, right, mm-hmm. for different things. You can. Why do you yeah, do that? You
2: can. It's like you can pray to God for some help, but if you want really specific help, you pick the saint.
3: It's like an extension okay. on the phone line, right? You can call... <laughs>
2: <laughs> like yeah. you god, no. You if you want to, like <laughs> they're gonna the reroute you. <laughs> yeah. They're like, no, actually, you want to speak to Anthony? <laughs>
3: yeah, every the one everyone knows is Tony, because yeah. he helps you find missing things. So Saint Anthony is mm-hmm. what's the what's the little jingle? Tony, Tony, look around. What is lost may be found, or something like that. Oh. Yeah. Saint Francis of Assisi is all about animals. That one was mine because of my name. So, usually each person has like a patron saint. So, that's how St. Patrick's Day came along because I think that was either the day he was born. He's actually Italian for the record, but St. Valentine, there's so many, you know, even St. Nick, December 6th, he was a saint and then it became pagan, a pagan holiday. Yeah. To talk about just gifts of a man named Santa Claus. Mhm, I don't know how that one came about, also the bunny I don't yeah, don't, I don't remember, remember that bunny. one. Don't well, remember that one that's not the a rabbit
1: is just a symbol <laughs> of fertility, that's all yeah. that it is, yeah, mm-hmm.
3: but what that got to do with Jesus rising from it's
1: a ritual, it has nothing <laughs> well, to do with Jesus. To- <laughs>
3: Why did we all put them a, on the same day? Well,
1: no, it's a spring note. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. It's just a note of spring. People come oh, out of hibernation they and they just start producing and multiplying.
2: Yeah. Well, that, well, that is, is very Catholic. Like,
1: see? Well, well, no, we're going to move on to reflection <laughs> question anyway. So, okay. okay, in light of Good Friday, we're going to talk about just being good as a whole, right? Okay. So first question, you found a lost wallet. What do you do?
3: I've had this happen. Yeah. <laughs> I found it. I found it was this older woman. I found her her phone number. We called her and we took it to her. Mm -hmm. I'm still a good person, contrary to popular belief. (laughs) Or did I do it so I don't feel guilty? Right. That's a question.
1: Well, yeah, maybe. (laughs) Danielle.
2: If I found someone's wallet, I would try and
1: find
2: out where they were and return it to them.
1: This happened to me where I lost my wallet. And luckily, y'all, and this is why I always tell people, I'm like, keep some business cards in your wallet because you never know who mm-hmm. might find it if you lose oh, it. I, I actually, you. I left some of my business cards in my wallet and they actually reached out to me and I had to leave my job to go to Harlem <laughs> to go pick up my wallet because I had some money in there. I had like $200 yeah. in there. Oh,
3: wow. And, yeah. Did you give him some after?
1: <laughs> I did. I gave him like $40. I did. Oh. I gave him, yeah. He's
2: like, I still got 200 um, in there. Where's that? <laughs> yeah.
1: But as far as my rule, for sure, like I would give somebody their wallet back because that's mm-hmm. an inconvenience. That's their whole, that's all their credit cards. That's their ID. They have to get all that stuff. So I know the feeling on what it feels like mm-hmm. to lose that. Like you feel like you lost the arm almost. So I would definitely give somebody their wallet back. I wouldn't even look in, mm-hmm. no, I'm not that person. I, I
3: also play. believe in, you know, not real karma. karma. That's, that's after you die, but like instant karma.
1: Yeah, yeah, where you pay for what you do. That.
3: Yeah. Now, maybe three weeks ago, I found a 20 on the side of the road. I didn't look around. And
1: that. that's what we were just going to get into. So second question. <laughs> I took that. You just <laughs> found cash sitting in the self-checkout. teller. what do you do?
3: Take it, baby. That's for me. It says
2: self
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I
3: it look around. How
2: around. is this store? Like, did I see the person walk away? Yeah, like, yeah. I've done that before where, like, someone left something on the self-checkout and i like like a fool i run after them and then i give them their stuff back i honestly that was like my thing as a kid like i was constantly i don't know if my parents were just dropping money on the ground and <laughs> to, like making me feel good or something but like constantly i was just finding cash on the ground outside wow. the grocery store outside the laundromat in a random parking lot just cash on the this floor this is
3: like heyday of the clip wallet though yeah. so People Mm -hmm. wouldn't put money all the way back, right? Mm -hmm. And they just slip it in their back pocket, and then whoop.
2: Yeah, and every time I'd be like, "What do I do with this?" And they're like, "Whole dollar." No one else is around. (laughs) They're like, "Who are you going to give it to?" Turn it in. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. They're like, "You're not going (laughs) to turn it in." I'm like, "Okay."
1: Yeah, that happened to me too. (laughs) Yeah. I literally saw, because I think they were getting cash back, whoever was there before me, but I don't even remember who was there before me, but I saw just $40, like rubbing on my leg. And I say, oh, well, look at there. God wants to give me $40. Exactly. So I took my $40. <laughs> That's so I won't You're take your time. wallet, but I'll take no. your
3: $40. I'm not going to steal, <laughs> but I'm going to take what's mine. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And this is mine now. So mm-hmm.
1: thank <laughs> and you. And that's the thank truth.
2: You.
1: I say thank you, God. So, number three, have you ever gone out of your way to help an elderly person? Oh,
2: God.
3: My mom every day. Well- <laughs> <laughs> So I, I have one of those faces that isn't welcoming, but for some reason, <laughs> people, old people, the other day on the train, this woman, she spoke a little English and I spoke a little Spanish, but I helped yeah. her get to 42nd Street.
2: Yeah, you <laughs> did. Thing. Yeah, unfortunately. There you go,
3: good deed. Oh, you have to do it every
2: day.
1: Danielle's a nurse, yes.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I'm a nurse, and I unfortunately, no. I have to help people (laughs) every day. (laughs) You get paid Um, to help people. I get paid to help people every day. Yes. But aside from that, actually, I did find myself doing a good deed for one of my neighbors across the street. (laughs) Because this lady was using like a walker and everything and getting her up the steps. And I'm just trying to get my groceries out of the car. I turned to my friend and I was like, do I have to help them? (laughs) she's like I think you might and I was like I really don't want to break my back today but I guess I will we ended up helping her together (laughs) nonetheless
1: and I think this is quite an interesting question being that we've all lived in New York people are very sensitive to things or numb to these type of things when it comes to helping Mm -hmm. the homeless or helping people who actually need help helping moms pick up a stroller up the stairs. Mm -hmm. Like these are all things we have grown accustomed to like every man for himself. And we kind of ignore these things. Yes. And I realized as I was even in New York, like sometimes you'll see somebody they'll trip up and fall on the street and you like, Oh, should I help? Should I stop what I'm doing? And you know, help this person. And some people you see, they'll like literally take their legs and walk over the person and go along their way. Like it's weird. But yeah, I'm definitely not that person. I can't not see somebody in agony and not stop. Like, to me, that's crazy. That is crazy.
2: I would have felt way worse if I didn't help that woman versus, like, Mm -hmm. worrying about, you know, how unsafe this is. But then that just made me think about, like, my job. And I was like... (laughs) This lady can't even get up the steps. Like, how is she getting yeah. around the house? Like, who's supposed to be helping her? Like, my mind was just, like, running. And I'm like, well, yeah. what good does that do? Because, like, I don't even know this lady's name.
1: <laughs> so, number four, what do you do when you use up your last roll of toilet paper?
2: Wait, is this a trick
3: question?
1: I don't know. But it's it's a question pretty much. It's like some people are trifling enough to leave that roll of toilet paper, that empty roll of toilet paper, like, just there. And then oh, don't I even meant, acknowledge okay. or say anything.
3: Sorry, I thought we, I thought you just meant we Like we went to out the, the bathroom, and yeah. we need it <laughs> now. Yeah. And I'm like, you could shake a little yeah. Yeah. I'm
2: Like I have a bidet. Um,
3: <laughs> Honestly, I live alone, so I have to replace it myself.
1: <laughs> Fact.
2: Um. Yeah, I would replace it. Obviously. Yeah. I'm not mm-hmm. an animal. I'm not. Because you know why? I don't want the other person to be in the bathroom and be yelling for me to get the toilet paper down. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to do it right now.
3: <laughs> yeah. And then you have to put it on the right way, of course.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: And what is the right way? Over top. Okay. Over top. Duh. Yeah, I guess so. I'm so indifferent. No. But you know what's so no. crazy? No. here's the crazy thing. But you guys will have a rule over it, whereas like me... Honestly, I could go through a simple, maybe like six roll. And that'll last me for more than like six months, to be quite honest. Because I'm a guy, obviously. Yeah. But a lot of my girls, when they come now, Mm -hmm. and I've just come to realize, because again, when I was in New York, I didn't have many guests. Whereas now, everybody want to come to visit me. But anyway, (laughs) I digress. But when I have visitors, because of course I have more girlfriends than guy friends. I run out of toilet paper so doggone. <laughs> fast. Well, yeah. Like, I will literally buy a new toilet paper and go through it clean in just one visit. And I'm like, now how you know. am now I buying you know. this much toilet paper? This is what
3: we That's call the, the pink tax. Yes. yes.
2: You never heard <laughs> of that?
1: The what? The, the pink, pink
2: tax. Like how women's razors are somehow different Dola? than. Men's-
3: but so, <laughs> anything that's marketed towards women will be more expensive. That's
1: basically mm, what we're getting at. Got it. So, yes, here's to buying more toilet paper on my next trip to Target.
3: <laughs> In bulk.
1: Right. Number five, how many times do you fake sick a year to get out of school or work? Oh. <laughs> I've
2: only ever done that under one time. That Danielle and I can't. Yeah, I've I've,
3: tried to make her do it like seven times. Like, just call in sick. Who
2: cares? (laughs) She's like, it's fine. They'll call someone in. I'm like, no. (laughs) Because then it will be my luck that they don't have anyone to call in. And next time I'm on call, I get called in. So, Mm. no, we're not doing that. Um, Am I under oath? (laughs) I have done it one time. And the Catholic Guilty utter anxiety that I had I literally all I had to do I didn't even have to speak to a person I had to call <clears throat> the staffing hotline and leave a message. I wrote down a script for myself <laughs> like word for word you and need that to work on that me, girl. writing that little 20 second message took me like two hours and i was breathing so hard i was just like holding the phone up. okay um, they
3: could tell you were sick then
2: oh i threw in a fake cough in there i was like this is a lot this is a lot
3: (laughs) she's a runner she's a track star she's an actress
1: period
2: yeah
3: um i don't want to say how many days (laughs) it's not that many it's it's been like once or twice probably at each job now Mm -hmm. but you know sometimes you just need a day and sometimes you don't you don't want to say what the real reason is so you say i'm sick maybe i'm just sick of it you know
1: so i hear that
3: sometimes i'm like am i sick i don't know let's use that i'm not feeling the greatest
1: i probably use that so many times at my old job oh my god honestly i rarely ever get sick now these are different times where it's like you could be coughing and you probably should just stay home but before covid Right. But before COVID,
0: yeah.
1: there would be absolutely nothing wrong with me. I would have no problems whatsoever. <laughs> I would take those sick days because I'm never going to take them anyway. So it's like, I might as I well know. take them now because I'm tired of their shit. I'm sick of their shit. Just like what Frankie said. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And it's our time. Literally. Yes. We, and I want to use it depending now. On, yeah. Depending on your company, you might not get paid for that. So
1: Number six, yeah. your friend is going through a breakup. What do you do? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Danielle, you, you want to talk about that one?
2: Well, you did something for me. I mean, we can talk about what we've done for each other
1: in breakups. Yeah, okay. that's amazing. <laughs>
2: one of the last times that i was going through a breakup or one my first breakup actually i guess basically i was in a city that i'm familiar with and normally i have a lot of friends here and everyone was out of town and i just got broken up with and i call frankie and she answers and i'm like this just happened i don't know what to do like i feel like an idiot like blah 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 and she's like just come to new york so yeah i like literally went to new york later that day I took the train up to New York and I had like a great weekend with Frankie and we just hung out and had a great time, which is exactly what I needed.
1: Yeah. yeah. So in essence, you got drunk. <laughs> <laughs> right. And Frankie, you said you never gotten broken up with.
3: Well, because you, you have to be with someone.
2: <laughs> so. <laughs> um.
3: <laughs> Officially.
2: That being said... Frankie and I went out for a lot would of drinks. You would so. <laughs> you? <laughs> yeah. Pull an all-nighter. Hit up all the bars.
3: Paint the town.
2: Order McDonald's, you know. And. Oh, Depending on cyclist. which city. If we're in New York, we'll order probably McDonald's. Mm-hmm. But if we're in LA, we're definitely oh, we know order Del Taco.
1: Del Taco. <laughs> we need a Del Taco moment next week. Mm-hmm. We definitely do. Oh, That's sure. where
3: I um I pray now. That's the God I pray to. <laughs> <laughs> Those bright
1: lights.
2: <laughs> Bring me. <good>. Bring <laughs>
3: you.
1: When it comes to <laughs> friends and breakups and me being there, that is literally my time to shine. I'm an ear mm-hmm. and I love to be an ear only because I feel like I do give the best advice when it comes to stuff like that. I'm all about individualism and how a person shines in their moment of insecurity You could still shine. And I'm all about that. I love that. But yes, so we got to come to a close and cold ending here. So Danielle, (laughs) Frankie don't have no social media. Would you like to promote?
2: Oh God. Okay. (laughs) Um, Feel free to follow me. Your stories are popping. Yeah, my stories are always good. And her photography. I take cool pictures sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's de Changeling
1: and guests and you can always follow a whole mood podcast on instagram at a whole mood podcast and feel free to subscribe listen rate comment like you can find us anywhere on spotify apple music anywhere you get your favorite podcast i'm Alon. that's danielle and frankie a whole mood Old Lion Media where black and brown voices truly matter.
0: Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our US-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues.